Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I'd like for all the ministers to stand. We got several here, Brother Hicks. God bless you, Brother Hicks. Good to see you tonight. Give us a word. But, that's right. Love you, brother. Brother Ballinger, young and old. Young Brother Ballinger done a good job at youth camp. They give him about, I don't know, seven, eight minutes, and he done an awesome job. Give us a word, brother. God bless him, elder. That's right. Appreciate each one of you taking out time to come and be with us on this Wednesday night. It's good to see all of our guests. So good to have Brother and Sister Williams. Amen. Back with us tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We may have to look for the little lad's lunch if he gets, uh, amen, <laughs> gets that peak spirit on him, amen, two and a half hours. But you know what? I'm ready to spend it. How about you? I couldn't think of a better place to spend it than in the house of God. Amen. Because I will tell you what. When they were singing that song a while ago about celebrating, I couldn't think of it. Oh, this sounds like a good party night to me. It sounds like we ought to have a party tonight. It sounds like we ought to throw a party tonight. You can get drunk in this house. I said, you can get drunk in this house. Oh, some new wine, amen, that comes from the portals of heaven. Hallelujah, you stagger your way out of here. We're speaking in a heavenly language and you ain't never spiritual like no other place. Oh yeah, we still believe in speaking in tongues. As the Spirit of God gives the utterance. I'm telling you, he can do it. Love you tonight. God bless you. We'll get this good man up here. Appreciate him. I'm going to give him plenty of time. Let's stand together and honor Brother, Brother Williams. Love him. Love his family. It's so good to have his wife and son back with us. Praise God to make the trip to be with us to preach to us. Minister, whatever he feels of the Holy Ghost. We're going we're gonna to help him up with Bendale. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit again tonight. God bless him. Amen. If you feel the Lord in the house, somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, clap your hands and praise Him. Lift up your voice. Let a spirit of declaration fill the house. Lord, we lift you up, Jesus. God, we worship you, Lord, with every fiber of our being. God, we exalt you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is in the house tonight. Amen. His spirit is evident, is real among us. Amen. I'm just glad to be in church. Somebody shout amen. I'm just glad to be in church. I could be anywhere in the entirety of the world. Amen. But to be in the presence of the Lord, amen, is something that we should not take lightly tonight. Amen. And I've just come to have church. Anybody came to have church? Amen. Amen. It's so good to be here. Amen. Another midweek service. We were here two weeks ago. And uh, I don't feel the peak spirit on me tonight. Uh, if anybody don't know what that joke is, we just had National Youth Conference. And uh, I was humbled by the invitation to preach it. And uh, preaching a meeting like that comes with a weight and a burden. And it was canceled last year because of COVID. And so I, I think between me and the Lord of 
having a burden for two years, I just took my liberty in the Lord, praise God. So I, apparently they tell me that I preach for two hours. I think I'm going for three tonight, praise God. No, I, I'm just kidding. I'm a 40-minute preacher. Somebody say amen. They like that. I'm a 40-minute preacher, 35 if I get to feel it good. Amen. 15 if you play with me. I just, I might just set this house on fire. Amen. No, it, it, it feels good to be in church, and I, I do not want to belabor the Spirit of God. This is a midweek service. We, some of us do have work tomorrow, praise God. And so I, I want to be obedient, amen. Good to have my good friends in the house, Brother Hicks and his family, amen. Brother Ballinger and his family, I love these men. Good to have the Berries back home. You were not here last. Good to have you guys back home. Amen. I honor your pastor, amen, amen. Appreciate the invitation to come tonight. Second Kings chapter 2. And verse number one, amen, we apologize for our tortiness. My wife and I and our boy, we were trying to make it through some bad weather to get here. But we made it here, praise God. And so now the devil's in trouble. Amen, amen. All the visitors in the house, I like to make this disclaimer. Anytime I am a visiting preacher, know that I am visiting just like you. And so if you don't like the way I preach tonight and this word just goes over your head, my style of preaching doesn't fit your fancy, don't let me stop you from coming back next week. Praise God. Amen. I'm just visiting. I might not be back, especially if I preach three hours. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse number 1 for your consideration when you have it, say amen. 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse number 1, the Bible says, And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here. Somebody say, stay right here. Come on, say it with an attitude. Stay right here. He said, Tarry here, I pray thee for the Lord had sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, hear his response tonight. He said, I will not. Somebody shout, I will not. I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. I want to help somebody in the house tonight. I feel to minister to this congregation, this body of people. Is there anybody in the house has had unanswered prayers? Anybody in the house, show me your hands. Unanswered prayers. Good to see hands down. Raise your hands if you've ever come to the house of the Lord and you desperately needed a breakthrough in your spirit. I've come to give you a formula tonight. I've come to give you a word that would help propel you and push you to where God can hear your voice and that we get a hold of heaven. And I want to preach tonight about the mantle of stubbornness. Everybody shout stubbornness. The mantle of stubbornness. Now, I know some folks are easily offended. 
And so if you don't like the word stubborn, I'll give you a subtitle entitled a message, The Mantle of Tenacity. If that sounds eloquent enough for you. Amen. But I like stubborn. Somebody shout stubborn. The mantle of stubborn. Somebody clap your hands and praise God one more time in the house. Come on, lift up your voice and praise him. Lord, we thank you for your spirit. God, fill this house with your glory, Lord. Break chains of the adversary, Lord. God, we pray that you would hear our minds and our hearts. God, move amongst your people, Lord. Let us reach heaven. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. Somebody turn to your neighbor and ask them this question. Be careful now. Ask them this question. Are you stubborn? Praise God. I feel my help in the house right now. Nobody fighting in the sanctuary right now, but ask him, are you stubborn? Amen. If you're going to help me preach in the house, clap your hands one more time as you're being seated. Amen. God bless you in the fear of the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. The mantle of stubbornness. Just the utterance of the word stubborn just kind of puts a negative spirit on you, doesn't it? Just kind of a cringe when you think about stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. And I'll tell you why it does that, that there's a negative connotation associated with the word stubborn. It's because if you've been living long enough, if you've lived life long enough, you know that dealing with stubborn individuals, stubborn folks, somebody shout stubborn, stubborn folk just happen to make life more difficult than life already is. Somebody say amen. If I can get just a tad more monitor, I might be all right. Praise God. Stubborn folk make life more difficult. I would venture to say that if you and your family were taking a road trip, any destination, it really doesn't matter, and the road trip was just long enough that your stomach started growling. Anybody ever been there before? And you peered over in the passenger or rear seats. All it takes is one stubborn individual to make that road trip miserable. I feel my help in the house right now. Yeah, all it takes is passing one exit and you see the food options on the exit sign. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? And you lean over and you say, would you like one of the options, just one of the options? And... All it takes is a stubborn individual. I'm not pointing in the fingers tonight. And you ask them, would you like this food choice? And they said, oh, I'm not feeling that tonight. Well, you pass that exit and you go down to the next exit. 
You see where this is going, doesn't And there's more options, and even with the more options, I say I'm not, I'm not too keen on that either. And their stubbornness, somebody shout stubborn. Their stubbornness puts an agitation in your spirit. And all of a sudden, you get frustrated and aggravated, and you say, well, what do you want to eat? Anybody know what I'm talking about in the house? I feel like preaching in the house right now. I just want to help somebody tonight if you happen, happen to possess this quality of stubbornness as an employee. Can I just help you out tonight as to preach and let you in on a secret? You probably won't be employed too much longer. Because being stubborn, they attribute the quality, the characteristic of stubbornness in humanity is not the most desirable quality to possess. You will have a hard life being stubborn. But I, I've come to preach tonight because I understand that in hum, human life, the carnal and physical properties of human beings, being stubborn might not be a good idea. But I've not come to preach about being stubborn about earthly things tonight. But I believe that there is a formula, biblically speaking, a formula that if there are some things in your life, some miracles that haven't happened yet, if there are some prayers that haven't unfolded yet, if there are some things that God has not done in your world yet, if there are some promises that you're still holding on to and they're just beyond the fingertips of your grasp, I want to tell you tonight that it may be a good idea to hold on and grab a hold of the attribute of stubbornness. When it comes to spiritual things, somebody shout stubborn. stubborn. I want to preach about the mantle of stubbornness. This text of scripture in 2 Kings 2 and 1, Brother Jeremiah, if you, if you don't mind helping me tonight. This king, this, this book in 2 Kings, this chapter, this text, this course of scripture, it, it is concerning two men, Elijah being the prophet. And Elisha being the student. And in this course of scripture, the Bible tells us that Elijah the prophet, the great master teacher, he and his pupils, the sons of the prophets, one of them in particular, Elisha, they are going down from Gilgal. And in their journey, they're walking in their journey, and the Spirit of God begins to move like God's going to move in this house tonight. Anybody believe that? The Spirit of God begins to move, and there is a conversation between God and the prophet. And God, God speaks to him and says, Elijah, the time is coming quickly. This was the time that he was going to be caught up in the whirlwind, the time was approaching where the supernatural was going to meet the earth. And God spoke to him and told him that he must and needs distance himself from his students. And so God told him, Elijah, I want you to go down from Gilgal, and I want you to go down to Bethel. 
And in this interaction with God, it became quickly clear to Elijah that this conversation did not include Elisha, the student. Can I just tell some folks in the house right now that there are times in your life that God is going to bring you from point A to point B and everybody that you are associated with, sometimes they can't go with you. I'm going to say it again in case you don't hear what I'm telling you. Sometimes your friends and your family uh, might be a stumbling block uh, from what God is trying to do from you. Uh, can I just give you an announcement tonight and tell you uh, if there's anybody out of their mind to keep you from the house of God, uh, you need to leave them home uh, and get to church anyway. I'm going to say it again for the folks in the back. Uh, if there's anybody trying to keep you from a divine covenant uh, and relationship with God, uh, you got to tell them I love you uh, and I care for you deeply. Uh, but God is taking me somewhere uh, that you can't go. Uh, there's a divine appointment uh, I'm trying to get to. Uh, there's a place uh, in the spirit uh, I'm trying to get to. Uh, and sometimes uh, you have to leave the baggage uh, behind. Oh, somebody clap your hands if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, if they're negative uh, and they have nothing good to say about the church, uh, you got to leave them behind. Uh, if they don't have your best interest in mind, uh, you have to leave them behind. Sometimes you have to part ways with people that are trying to keep you from the will of God. Let the whole church say Amen. And so Elijah, he's in this setting and he believes that God is distancing himself, wanting him to distance himself from his student, Elisha. And so Elijah looks at Elisha and tells him this. He said, Terry, here. Somebody say, stay right here. He said, Terry, here. I pray thee for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And I can see in my mind, allow my imagination to work, I can see in my mind that he begins to turn to begin his journey down to Bethel. And as he's turning, because this question, this, this statement to him, he did not expect a response. But all of a sudden, Elisha looks at his man of God, his prophet, his teacher, and his response was this. He said, I will not. Somebody shout, I will not. I'm just taking my time. I'm not going to preach three hours. I'm just taking my time getting where I'm going tonight. He said, I will not. Now hold up. Wait a minute. You got to understand what this really sounds like. I understand the biblical terms of the vernacular in scripture. It sounds poetic and it, and it just sounds like these things should be. But what really is transpiring here, uh, the prophet, the teacher, a.k.a. the man of God, is telling a servant to stay here. And his response as the servant, it said, I ain't going to do it. Hold on now. I, I, I might not be the smartest man in the world. As kind, you see that nice smile on your pastor's face? As kind and as humble and as meek and as friendly as he is as a person loving everybody, I don't think for one minute that it would be a good idea to tell Pastor Moore no. Y'all laughing because some of y'all tried that. 
I, I don't think that it's a good idea to look at your man of God in the face, Brother Ferguson, uh, and say, Pastor, I understand what you're saying, uh, but I ain't going to do it. He said, I, I, I will not leave thee. Uh, in, in, in humanity, I can understand that there's a shock value here. It's like, what do you mean? And I never heard, I never heard any of my students tell me that before. And so I, man, I, I, I've never dealt with this before. I guess if you're going to be stubborn about it, I guess we're just going to go down to Bethel. So the Bible says they go down to Bethel and as they begin to walk again, the spirit of God quickens him again. And now they're going down to Bethel and God begins to move again. The spirit begins to speak again and God tells him now, I want you to go down to Jericho. Now, as, as he's, he's thinking, now the last time I, I tried to distance myself from this young man, he, he was kind of hard-headed about it. So I guess we try this again, son. Let me tell you, I, the Lord's speaking to me now, and the Lord wants me to go down to Jericho. He said, listen, you got to stay right here. You can't go with me. You got to stay right here. You got to stay at Bethel. Stay with the other sons of the prophets. I want you to stay right here. He said, you can't go with me. And I can see in my mind, he's kind of apprehensively stepping off. And all of a sudden, he looks over and peers over his shoulders. Uh, and he turns around and this boy is still following him. <laughs> Son, I, don't, I don't know what the problem is. He said, I told you to stay right here. And he looks at him in his face again and says, I will not. Come on. Leave me. Now, if you're not getting the picture right now, this, ain't, this, this is not a good scenario here. Because this boy is stubborn. Something's going on in his mind. Why won't he listen? You're supposed to be obedient. You're supposed to be subservient, subjected to the man of God. You're supposed to humble yourself. You're not supposed to talk back. I'm helping somebody. I'm not pastor. I'm just ministering tonight. But he said, I will not leave thee in this like, God, what's wrong, with, what's wrong with this boy? All right, I, 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 guess, I guess, I guess since you're going to be stubborn about it, I guess we go down to Jericho. But the bearer, they keep walking, keep walking, and the Spirit of the Lord begins to move again. And the Bible says that as they were coming down from Jericho, the Bible says in verse 8 that Elijah took his mantle because he said, now I want you to go down from Jericho. But in order for you to get where I'm taking you, you're going to have to cross Jordan. And so in his hand, he had a mantle. And he took the mantle in hand. And he folded together. And the Bible says that as this boy is watching him, the Bible says that he smote the waters of Jordan. And the waters parted hither and thither. And they walked over to the other side. I'm almost where I'm going. I want you to hear me right now. And the Spirit of God began to move in the heavens, began to open up. And he said, you've been following me around. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know why you won't listen. What's going on in your head of yours? Is this empty up there? Are you crazy? What's, what's the deal? Why won't you listen? Why are you so stubborn? Come on. Yes. And verse 9, it comes to a head, and the man of God is trying to figure out 
what's going on and he looks at Elijah and he said what shall I do for thee and basically asking him why do you keep following me what's the trouble what's the matter why won't you listen and all of a sudden something rises up in Elisha and he said I haven't been following you around for no reason he said I haven't been stubborn for no reason he said that miracle you did back there I need some of that power he said what that anointing that follows you around. I've been watching carefully and I want some of that. The power, the spirit, the anointing that's on your life. He said, I Hey, hear me. He said, why have you been following me this whole time? He said, I'll tell you why I've been so stubborn. He said, because I want a double portion of your spirit. Can I preach to somebody right now? The devil's telling you why you keep showing up on a midweek service. Why you keep going to the house of God. I'll tell you why. It's because there's something here in the atmosphere of God that I need the most. There Hey, I'm preaching to you right now. Uh, why you keep praying uh, when you don't have a prayer to pray? Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, I want the mantle of stubbornness. Uh, I want the mantle of stubbornness. Uh. I know you're tired, but why you keep coming? I know you're weary, but why you keep showing up? I know you're broken, but why? But why? I'll tell you why. I want the mantle of stubbornness. Oh, somebody clap your hands and lift up your voice. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. I'm too stubborn to stop. I'm too stubborn to quit. Come on, give God some praise. Any stubborn folks in the house. Can I just preach to you right now in the Holy Ghost? Can I tell you that sometimes your greatest benefit in walking and working and living for God is using the tools of the Spirit to your advantage. And the greatest tool that we have is the ability to be persistent in prevailing in the throne of God. Talking about being tenacious, being ferocious and fervent uh, and spirit. Can I tell you uh, that sometimes you just got to be downright stubborn. Now, now, now I understand, I understand that this, this kind of, this kind of preacher just kind of, you're not, you're not sure how to take it because being stubborn ain't a good thing. But yes, it is when it comes to God. Uh, sometimes you just got to keep on showing up. Uh, sometimes you just got to keep making your requests known. Uh, sometimes you just got to get on God's nerves uh, and say, God, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but even though I don't see it, uh, I, I know you're still working. Uh, God, I don't see it yet, uh, but I still believe. Just be seated. I want to help you. I don't want to, I just want to, I just want to talk to you. I know where I'm at in time. I've only been preaching 10 minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> stubborn, stubborn folks know how to get what they want. If, they, if you ain't learned that one yet, if there's anything, the stubborn people always win. That all the stubborn folks say amen. 
That was a trick question. See, I got y'all. <laughs> Stubborn folks, they just throw a temper tantrum until they get it. They agitate and nag until they get it. I don't want no married folks swinging at me after church. <laughs> but this is the truth. Stubborn folks know how to get what they want. I, 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 I remember being a young man and I learned this quickly. And this might not be the most biblical analogy to use, but I'm going to use it because I want to help somebody in the house. I remember being a young man and I, I was a teenager and I started started liking girls, and that, that's natural for boys, praise God. I'm going to drink my water on that one. I started liking girls, and so it's not uncommon for young people to look at couples and begin to idolize them and, and say, you know, man, I, I would love to be like that one day. I'd love to have a wife like that. I'd love to have a house like that. Hashtag couple goals. You know, this, this is what young people do. That's why people are interested in celebrities. They're like, I want to be like that. And I remember being a young man, and I used to see these couples and be walking the mall, and I see couples holding hands. And I, I, like I said, I'm not the smartest man in the world, and there's some things that really just puzzle me. One of the things happened to be the dynamics of relationships. I feel like preaching right now. The dynamics of relationships were very interesting from the eyes of a teenager because there'll be times that I will see a relationship and the relationship didn't make sense. What do I mean by that? Well, I would see the wife or the woman and she'd be strikingly beautiful, highly attractive, make you look twice, you know. And somehow my eyes would glare over to her counterpart. Then I would look back at her, and then I would look back at him, and I would say, ain't no way. No way. Not possible. How in the world did that happen? Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's what I say every time I look in the mirror. How did I convince my wife to marry me? I look at her, and then I look at him, and I said, that don't make sense. Because you look at him, and it's like, there's no way she would be remotely interested in a character like that. And so it puzzled me. And then I began to think, well, maybe he just had a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah, some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. I don't care if he's bald-headed with no teeth. If he got money, we can get together, praise God. If he's got a full 401k and a, and a good life insurance policy, we can hook up in Jesus' name. And all the ladies say amen. It's midweek service. It's all right to have fun in church. Uh, maybe he just had money. But if he didn't. Maybe, maybe, just maybe there was an attribute or quality about him that earned him a date. But the more I'm trying to figure out what in the world that is. And so, believe it or not, 
This sounds crazy to say this. God began to lay this on my spirit in prayer. So what, 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 how, how could somebody that is not qualified end up in a good situation? Maybe, just maybe, this brother did not know the definition of no. And when she said no, he said, I'll be back tomorrow. When she said, I don't like you, he said, great. I don't want you. Cool. And she's begging him, please don't send flowers and cards and candy to my job again. And please don't send me one more DM. Please, please do not. I don't like you. But for some reason, he had a stubborn spirit. I'm still preaching if that's all right. But somehow, somehow he didn't get the hint. And although she kept rejecting him and denying his advances, something in his spirit saying, I'm going to keep showing up until she likes me. I'm going to keep calling until she calls me back. I'm going to keep trying until she says yes. Can I tell somebody in the house that every time I hit my face in prayer, I say, God, I'm not worthy for you to keep loving me. I'm not worthy uh, for the grace and mercy uh, you keep showing me. Uh, I'm a sinner. Uh, I'm unclean. Uh, I'm unworthy. Uh, I'm not qualified. Can I preach to you right now? Uh, but let me tell you something tonight. Uh, I might not be qualified uh, for heaven to touch my house. Uh, but I still believe uh, I got a stubbornness uh, in my spirit. Uh, and I'm going to show up to church uh, anyway. Uh, I'm going to cry out to God uh, anyway. Uh, I'm going to pray and fast. Uh, any- I come to tell somebody, uh, brother and sister, uh, sometimes you just got to be stubborn. Uh, you got to shout uh, when you don't have a shout. Uh, you got to clap uh, when you don't have a clap. Uh, you got to... You ain't hearing what I'm preaching right now. Sometimes you got to lift up your voice and say, God, help me anyway. God, bless me anyway. God, show up in my family anyway. Hey, you got to be stubborn. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. Somebody shout, I'm stubborn. Can I tell you, sometimes uh, you see people in the house of God uh, and you look at them from the existential realm of life uh, and you look at them on the outside uh, and you say, man, uh, they got a whole lot to shout about. Uh, But sometimes that ain't the case. Uh, Sometimes I'm shouting uh, and I don't have a reason. Uh, Sometimes I'm lifting up my voice uh, and I don't have my prayers answered yet. It's all right if I just help you out right now. But sometimes you got to say, man, if you don't like the preaching. I'm going to say it again. Because stubborn folks, they love good preaching. But stubborn folks love bad preaching, bad preaching too. Tongue twisted. You just say, man, anyway. You be stubborn 
If you don't, if this word, if you not, if you don't like what I'm preaching, you just try saying amen anyway. Be stubborn enough to agree with the word of God. And when you say amen to the word, the word will latch on to your spirit and you will leave feeling better than you came here feeling. When stubbornness gets a hold of you, you will stand up and shout with the preacher when you don't feel like it anyway. You will. Start clapping when the song going on, even if it ain't their favorite song. I said, well, I guess I get up on this stand and praise God today. Yes, 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 that's a good idea because God ain't did nothing wrong to you. He's still been good. He's got you alive and breathing with blood running in your veins. You ought to be stubborn enough to praise God even when your bills ain't paid. You ought to be stubborn enough to lift up your voice when your marriage is on the rocks. You ought to be stubborn. I'm preaching to somebody right now. When you get stubborn, God gets to moving. When you get stubborn, God gets to moving. I wish I had about five people uh, that you would get out of your pew uh, and just be stubborn a little while. Uh, I wish I had three stubborn people in the house uh, and say, I don't have a reason. I don't need a reason. I'm just stubborn. No, 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 I'm stubborn in my shout. I'm stubborn in my prayers. I'm stubborn in my petition. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn, God. I'm stubborn, God. I'm stubborn, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, no, 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 I feel the Holy Ghost working right now. I said, I feel the Spirit of God moving right now. Hey, you got to get a root spirit on the inside of you. The spirit of Ruth is a stubborn spirit, sister. The spirit of Ruth said, entreat me not to leave me thee. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not leaving the church. I'm not leaving the house of God. I'm staying right here. Can I tell you? Can I tell you when stubbornness will, will come into your advantage? Uh, when you tell the devil, I don't care, I ain't quit. You ain't hear me preach to you tonight. I said, when you get stubborn enough and say, you know what? If my husband never comes back home, I'm still showing the church. If my family never be healed, I'm still going and rocking with Jesus. I'm too stubborn to be a quitter. I'm too stubborn to throw in a towel. I'm too stubborn to quit. No, you don't know what I'm telling you. Because the devil will get in your ear and say, you don't need to go back. God ain't hearing you. He don't love you. He ain't doing nothing for you. But let me tell you, if God never did another thing for me, I'm still stubborn. Can I tell you how you get a breakthrough? There, there is a principle in the formula of the spirit that you got to be more stubborn than your adversary. 
you have to be more stubborn than your adversary. How do I know this? Luke 18 and 2, the Bible says there was in a city a, a judge that feared not God, neither did he have regard for man. And in that city, uh, there was a certain widow uh, that she was in a hard place. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, she was in a hard place. Uh, she was in a rough spot. Uh, she just lost her husband. Uh, and, and the adversary, uh, the collectors of debt, uh, they were coming to recruit uh, their, their expenditures uh, from her family uh, because they said, you know what? Uh, if you don't have have our bill money we'll come and get your children I just want to preach to somebody. If the devil's after your children, I want you to hear the preacher preach right now. If the devil's trying to get in your house and the spirit of rebellion is trying to grab a hold of your children, you need to hear me preach right now. You got to get barnstorming mad at the devil and fight for your family. You got to get I'm going to get real country right now. You got to get single slinging mad at the devil and say, I don't care. You're not coming in my house because this is God's house. You're not destroying my family because this is God's family. I'm too stubborn. You better stay on the porch because you ain't getting in. This widow began to petition her request to the judge. And she, her request was, avenge me of mine adversary. Can I just tell you, sometimes you got to tell, you got to tattletale on the devil. You got to say, God, the devil's been trying to tear my house apart. God, the devil's been trying to ruin my finances. Uh, the adversary's been trying to destroy my peace of mind. Uh, I'm telling you how to pray right now. Uh, I'm trying to help somebody be stubborn in the Holy Ghost right now. She said, avenge me of my adversary. The adversary is after me. Please avenge me. Please, please intercede on my, my behalf. Uh, please, please get the devil off of my back. But the Bible says that because this judge was wicked, Brother Barry, the Bible says that he would not avenge her for a while. You know what that tells me, Brother Hicks? That means that she was dealing with a stubborn judge. She kept showing up and he kept saying no. She kept showing up and he kept saying no. She show up again. He said, what are you thinking? I told you no yesterday. The answer is still no. He was stubborn. But what he did not anticipate, I feel the Holy Ghost right now, was that this woman had a more stubborn spirit than he had. I hope you hear what I'm telling you right now. I said, there need to be some saints of God and some people in the house. Uh, that I don't care if the devil's on your trail. Uh, you just say, devil, uh, I'm going to keep on swinging uh, until one of us fall. Uh, and it ain't going to be me. Uh, I'm going to keep on showing up to prayer meeting uh, until something shakes. Uh, I'm going to keep on. Listen, I, I know this might be too real for some of y'all, but I went to public school. And I seen a bunch of fights. And in fights, people fall all the time. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. People get knocked down, but it's the last man standing that is declared the winner. 
Hey, you got to make up in your mind. You can punch me in the face, knock my teeth out, but I ain't falling. And if I fall, I'm getting up. You're going to be on the ground last. I've come to tell the devil, I'm too stubborn to lose. I'm too stubborn to give in. I'm too stubborn to stop. I'm too stubborn. Hey, you ought to shout right now. I'm too stubborn. Judge, the judge got so agitated. Uh, he, he, I can see him looking at his service in the court. Uh, and she walks through the door one more time. Uh, and the Bible says uh, that he began to be grieved in his spirit. Uh, he was tormented in his mind. Uh, he said, uh, this woman keeps troubling me. He said, if I don't, if I don't grant her request, uh, if I don't, if I don't grant her petition, uh, she's going to keep on showing up anyway. Uh, hey, can I tell you, uh, ain't nothing wrong uh, with telling God, uh, God, you might have told me no once, twice, uh, or the third time, uh, but I still believe uh, you gave me a promise, uh, and I still believe uh, you gave me... Hey, I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. I might be a whole lot of things, but I ain't a quitter. And if you want to label me with, label me with anything tonight, uh, can, you, can, you, can you tell your neighbor, uh, I'm too stubborn to quit. Uh, I feel like telling a devil, uh, I'm too stubborn uh, to be a quitter. Uh, I'm too stubborn. Uh, I'm so stubborn. Uh, I'm going to be the craziest shouter uh, in the house. Uh, I'm a stubborn shouter. Uh, I'm a stubborn praiser. Uh, I'm a stubborn prayer warrior. done. Genesis 32 and 26, the same spirit of stubbornness that was on Elisha. The same spirit was the spirit that was on Jacob because he's wrestling with the angel. He's wrestling for a promise. He's wrestling, praying, begging, believing that tomorrow can be a better day. I'm telling somebody right now in the Holy Ghost, tomorrow can be a better day. After tonight, tomorrow... And that same spirit, the same spirit got a hold of him. The same spirit that Elisha had. Do you want to know, anybody want to know what Jacob told the angel? Three little words. He said, I will not. I will not let thee go. Jacob said, I ain't leaving. I ain't going nowhere. I'm standing right here. You better tell the devil. Uh, you can keep showing up and trying to destroy my family if you want to. Uh, I'm going to be waiting for you when you get back. Uh, you better tell the devil. Uh, you think you're going to run me out of town, uh, but I'm staying right here. Uh, you're not, I'm going to sleep in my bed tonight. Uh, you can sleep on the floor. Uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired uh, of not having peace of mind. Uh, I'm sick and tired uh, of rolling over and running my feet uh, in the carpet, uh, running myself sick, uh, worrying myself to death. Uh, I'm too stubborn. I'm too stubborn. I'm too stubborn. Hey, I feel like telling the devil in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling to tell somebody you got to get stubborn in your spirit. I wish somebody would lift up their voice right now. I wish somebody would pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I wish you would get mad at the devil and say, I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. I wish God would hear me tonight. I'm stubborn. That's it. You feel something rising up in your spirit. It's a mantle of stubbornness. It's a firm grip on the stubbornness of the spirit. And say, I'm not giving up. I've come too far. I've come too far. I'm not giving up. I've come too far. I'm not turning around. I'm too stubborn. I'm too stubborn. I'm too... Come on, be stubborn. Be stubborn. Be stubborn. Come on, God ain't answer yet. You got to be stubborn until he does. Come on, that's it. Come on. Come on, any stubborn folks in the house. Come on, any stubborn folks in the house. I got a prayer that I'm bringing to God. I got a cry I'm bringing to the master. I got tears I'm letting fall on the throne room of heaven. Come on, be stubborn. Come on, be stubborn. Come on, be stubborn. Come on, I wish somebody would be stubborn right down in the spirit. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, stubborn people are not quiet people. You ought to throw a temper tantrum and make sure God knows where you are. Make sure God sees where you're standing. Come on, stubborn people. Come on, stubborn people don't care who's around them. Stubborn folks don't care who's looking at them. Stubborn people, they don't care. All they care about is their needs. All they care about is their wants. What is it that I shall do for thee? What is it that I shall do for thee? What is it that you need from God? How stubborn, how stubborn, how stubborn. I said, come on, let the Holy Ghost fill the house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's it. Uh, loud voices uh, crying out to God. Uh, I'm stubborn. Uh, hot God, I'm stubborn. Uh, I'm stubborn. Oh. I wish somebody would intercede in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm too stubborn to give up on my grandchildren. I'm too stubborn to give up on my wife. I'm too stubborn to give up on my husband. I'm too stubborn. That's it, sis, right there. Come on, that's it, sis. Come on, stubborn people. Oh, stubborn people. Do I have any stubborn saints? Do I have any stubborn prayer warriors? Do I have any stubborn worshipers? 
Where the real stubborn people stand up and shout out to God. Where the real stubborn people lift up your voice unto God. Where the real stubborn saints. Hey, when you get a hold of this stubborn thing, something begins to shake in your spirit. When you get a hold of a stubborn spirit, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I, hey, hey. Hey, you ought to rebuke the hand of the adversary that's trying to get a hold of your family. You ought to rebuke the hand of the enemy that's trying to destroy your marriage and say, I refuse. I refuse. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I said somebody's getting a hold of it. Come on, you ought to shake somebody uh, with a spirit of stubbornness. Uh. Hey, stubborn people know how to pray in the Holy Ghost. Uh. Stubborn people uh, know how to pray in the Spirit. Uh. Come on, be stubborn enough uh, and say, God, I need a miracle. Uh. God, I need a miracle. Uh. God, I need a miracle. That's it. Come on, be desperate. Come on, be stubborn. Come on, I said stubborn folks are desperate folks. Come on, stubborn folks are hopeless folks. I don't have another answer. I don't have a choice. All I have is stubbornness. Hey, didn't I tell you uh, that the formula of a breakthrough uh, is stubbornness? Uh, hey, you ought to be stubborn right now. Uh, if you want something to break uh, in this house, uh, you ought to be stubborn. Uh, you ought to put a dance in your feet. Uh, you ought to put a shuffle in your step uh, and say, I'm stubborn. Uh, I'm stubborn. Uh, I'm stubborn. Be stubborn, be stubborn, be stubborn. Hey, somebody can get a healing right now. Come on, pray like you're serious. Come on, pray like you're serious. It's not my needs, it's your needs. It's not my children, it's your children. It's not my job, it's your job. My question is, what shall I do for thee? How stubborn are thee? How stubborn are you? It's breaking, it's breaking, it's breaking, it's breaking, it's breaking. Hey, breakthroughs on the way. His breakthroughs on the way. Breakthroughs on the way. 
as it says, be stubborn a little while. Be stubborn a little while. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Hey, don't judge nobody that's being stubborn. They need something that you can't help them with. I wish five people would link up with somebody. Hey, we got to be stubborn together. I'm not losing. I'm not letting you backslide. I'm not letting you walk out on God. Hey, God is the best thing that's ever happened to me. God's the best thing ever happened to me. I said, sis, I said, be stubborn. Hey, I'm praying, I'm praying that your grandchildren would be saved. I'm praying that your grandbabies would be saved. I said, oh, I hear a stubborn sound in the house. I hear a stubborn sound in the house. I hear the sound of stubbornness. I hear the wailing of stubbornness. Oh, it's an old-fashioned spirit of prayer of stubborn people. It's an old-fashioned cry of stubbornness. Oh! Hey, I... I'm not sorry if this offends you. I'm just coming to tell you I'm too stubborn to leave here without a miracle. I'm too stubborn to leave here without a healing. My mind is in turmoil. My spirit is in disarray. My heart is broken. My family is in trouble. somebody's getting a breakthrough right now come on every spirit of the adversary you gotta be more stubborn than the devil that's fighting you you gotta be more stubborn than the enemy that's warring against you has it sister has it sister come on be stubborn come on be stubborn Come on, there's some needs in the house. Hey, I'm preaching to you right now. If, 
Come on, if you battle with depression, come on, you don't need another prescription. What you need is to be stubborn. If you battle with fear, you need to be stubborn and say, I refuse. I refuse. My psychiatrist, they can't do what God can do. I'm telling you, another, another trip to the doctor can't do what God can do. All it takes is one trip of stubbornness and you make your way in the presence of God. Hey, this is a stubborn prayer meeting. This is a stubborn prayer meeting. What is it that you need? How can I help you, says God? What shall I do for thee, says the Lord? I'm telling you, I'll tell you how you get it. You reach up your hands up to heaven and say, God, I'm stubborn. Can you hear my broken voice? Can you hear my weak cry? Come on, mama, be stubborn. Come on, pray for your children right now. Come on, I'm praying for my son that God's hand of protection will be on them. I'm praying for my daughters that the blood of Jesus would cover them when they go back to school. I'm praying that the gates of hell shall not prevail against my household. In the name of Jesus, hey, stubborn people, you ought to take authority over your mind. I bind every thought of the adversary, every suicidal thought has to leave in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of fear and doubt and unbelief, it has to leave in the name of Jesus. hey all across the house right now hey all across the house right now if there's a petition that you need from God I'm not I'm not a prophet and I don't claim to be but I believe in the word of God and God said anything that you ask in my name I shall do it I shall do it I shall do it. If there's a prayer that you got to lift up to God, I want you to lift up both hands right now across the sanctuary. If you're stubborn enough to believe God can do it, I want to tell you it won't take till tomorrow morning and your phone will ring and God will work a miracle, Sister Barry. It won't take till tomorrow morning when you get to your desk that God's going to work it out in the name of Jesus. Hey, you put it in God's hands. It's out of your hands. Lost paperwork. It's out of God. It's out of your hand. It's in God's hands. I'm telling you, trust God. You trust God. You trust God. It's not about what you can do. It's all about your stubbornness to petition God. Can you petition God? Can God do it? Yes, he can. 
you stubborn enough to say, God, I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep showing up. God can do it. Oh, don't be weary. But the Hicks, don't be weary. Just be stubborn. Just be stubborn. Just be stubborn. I'm not a quitter. As we come to the music and play softly, I want us to lift up our hands quickly. Let's play something softly as we, as we just linger in the presence of God. I'm stubborn. I want my children saved. I want my husband on the pew next to me. To show up like the widow did. To show up one more day. The devil tells you to walk out. And the devil tells the devil, I'm staying right here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I asked you a question at the beginning of the sermon. Are you stubborn? Are you stubborn? If there's any stubborn folks in the house, clap your hands unto the Lord and lift up your voice. Oh, what a mighty God we serve in this house tonight. Amen. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth the fight. It's going to be worth the fight. Praise God. God's in the blessing business. God's in the delivering business. And sometimes you and I have just got to have our minds made up. I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm going to keep knocking the man until the door opens. But Lord, y'all just keep doing what you're doing. It's coming. God's doing it. God's working it out. Can I I tell on you just a little bit? I won't embarrass you, but can I tell on you? They've come here, don't have an automobile, don't have a lot of things. She came the other night. What about tithes? What about offerings? I don't understand that yet. I want to. Someone, you start walking in that direction. <laughs> Son, you fixing to open up some doors. God's fixing to open up some doors. It won't surprise me if they'll just stay for the ride and be stubborner about this. <laughs> Even before this year's out. What they'll be driving, what they'll be living in. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, when you turn your face to this God, He'll open doors that nobody else can open. He'll create jobs. I mean, He'll raise up companies. He'll cause men, amen, to give in your bosom, press down, shaking together, running over. God's got it. So, you know what? God's, God's awesome. He's awesome in this house. 
Lord bless you tonight. Appreciate you, each and every one of you. It's been in this house tonight to worship with us. Amen. Anybody going to leave here stubborn tonight? With the right things, about the right things? That's right. I can't help but think about that old farmer's goat. <laughs> Got thrown over in the, in the, the water, the, the whale. The old farmer's just going to cover him up. Every time that old farmer throwed a dirt, dirt load on him, that old goat just shook it off. Yeah. Took a little while. Amen. But after a while, all of a sudden, the old goat, goat could pick his head up over the well yeah. and jump out. You just keep shaking enough of that stuff off and stamping it onto your feet. It'll just keep lifting you higher and higher and higher. And the higher you get, hallelujah, and God, I tell you, all of a sudden, you're going to look around and say, Hey, I've been set free. Because either the Son is set free is free indeed. You just got to have a made-up mind, made-up heart, made-up spirit. I'm going to live for God. Nobody else is going to, I'm going to live for God. I'm going to live the way he wants me to. And what's wrong? We're living godly and holy and separated in this world. God hadn't changed his mind about holiness, ladies and gentlemen. And thank God he had. Thank God. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. It is good to see each one of you back. It's good to have the berries back. Amen. Made the trip back. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. God bless them. Good to see each one of you, all of our guests. So honored to have you to come be with us and worship with us tonight. And a special thanks to Brother Williams, Sister Williams, and that boy. God bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. I think this is just the beginning. Now, he told me he couldn't get back to me until next year. Or that way, I couldn't get to me until next year. But you know what? God opened the door up, and I got two Wednesday nights already in July. So we just don't know what else. You know, he works for the same boss we live for. Oh, we want God's will in his life. And that's what he wants. That's what we want. So let's pray for him. Love him. Appreciate him. Appreciate his family. This good, great gospel and truth, folks. Let's love it. Let's cherish it. Let's live for one. Let's lift up God. Amen. Seventeen years old, they got him up to preach to his own peers at Youth Camp. He's done an awesome job. I said, I'm going to tell you something. Because he said, oh, I didn't do it. I said, oh. I said, I'm going to tell you something. Every preacher in that place was proud of you. At 17 years old, to get up in front of him and just even attempt it. Hey, man, that, that, deserves, that deserves an A plus right there. Love him. Appreciate him. Let's keep him in our prayers, all right? God bless you. Love and appreciate you. You're dismissed the fear of the Lord. God bless you.